Hello, I'm Jess. And in this episode, we're going to try and answer one of the questions you might be sitting with. What do you want to do on the other side of this? This is episode 60, and I'm so glad you're here. So in this time, you might be finding yourself reassessing what's important to you. You know, we kind of are having this pause, aren't we? This collective pause on our normal lifestyles and just the day-to-day, like the day-to-day that would keep us almost distracted, potentially, from the big questions, the questions that we actually want to be sitting with. And in this time, as you're stepping back, as we're stepping out of that day-to-day, it might be leaving you wondering, what do you want to do on the other side of this? Maybe that's a question that is being put on you because you might be on furlough at the moment or the future of your role might be a little bit uncertain. Or it might be a question that you're asking yourself because actually this pause has been a bit of a welcome wake-up call, if you wish, to what you really want to do and to allow yourself to return and reset to who you really are and the dreams that you might have put on pause because of those day-to-day distractions. And so if you're wondering at the moment, what do you want to do on the other side of this? Or even just going forward, right? Whether that's on the other side of this or just going forward in life, I hope that today's episode will help you. So I'm gonna guide you through ultimately what we would do together if we were in a coaching conversation and you came to me saying, oh Jess, like I've got this big question. I don't know what I wanna do on the other side of this or what I wanna do moving forward can you help? You know, can we do this together? Can we work on this together? And so in this episode, that's what we're going to do. We're going to work on that question together. And before we do, before we dive in, I want to invite you to carry with you three thoughts and really three things that I would love for you to trust as we go through this. And those three things are that one, there is no rush, like there is no rush to find your answer to that question. It can feel like there is, Because when we compare ourselves to other people or when we see friends or peers that are having the answers that they've been seeking, we can feel like, oh shit, am I a bit behind? Or we can quite naturally compare ourselves to ourselves, to where we think we should be. And those expectations are so often external, right? It's, oh gosh, I should have been here by now, or I should have been leading this team or head of this department or buying this house or doing this, you know, in this relationship, whatever those external pressures are, I really hope that you can anchor into this element that there is no rush, like your timing is perfect and it can't be the same as anybody else's because that's theirs, you know, that's the things that they want, but here we're focused on the things and uncovering the true things that you want. So that's number one that I hope you'll take with you, that there is no rush, both in the sort of race of life that we can so often feel that we're in. We're running our own, right? We're not racing against anybody else. But even to uncover your answers, it is okay to not have crystal clear clarity by the end of this episode, or it's okay for it to take days, weeks, months to find these answers. Because the truth is the answers that we're looking for, you and I right now, are going to be the answers that you want so deeply that they change the rest of your life. And we can't rush that. Why would we want to, right? This is the fun stuff. I can tell that you're probably thinking, Jess, questionable about fun. But, you know, this is, this is almost, this is the thing where we can actually enjoy this process and 
rather than rush our answers and do what we feel we should, this is an opportunity, this life sort of pause that we have at the moment in terms of lifestyle and day-to-day distractions is an opportunity for us to reassess, reset and even return to what we really want to be doing and who we really are. And it can take time for us to kind of shed the layers of shoulds that might have accumulated over this time. And if we're honest, like, isn't this the first time that we're all as a collective of humans stepping out of that cycle of the day-to-day to actually sort of see our life in front of us rather than being in it? And then being able to question, did we really want to do that thing? Or did we do we really miss doing that which we've been doing for the last however long or seeing those people or being that person what do we really want to take with us from this experience to craft the rest of our lives and I know that can feel big and we're only on number one of these three things that I want you to hold with you so let's move on to numero do so the second one I feel is the most powerful and actually it's it's got that word in it which is that I hope you will trust that you are more powerful and resourceful than you might feel. And I say this because when we go through this experience together, when we spark these ideas for what you deeply want to do, there are going to be voices. There are going to be voices that tell you, oh gosh, like that's too out there. We're not ready for that. We're not qualified enough to do that. Oh, that doesn't make sense for me to go from what I have been doing to that thing. And those voices are the voices of fear, right? They're the voices that try and keep us small and safe. God bless them. But they are not the voice of your true resourcefulness or power. And the reason I want you to remember that and remember how powerful you are is because when you stand at the start of an idea, it can feel overwhelming and it can feel like we don't know where to begin. But you will always know where to begin. And you will always have ideas to move yourself forward. The challenge and the key to uncovering those ideas is getting past the voice that tells us we don't know how to begin. And we'll come on to that more in future episodes. But for now, I just want you to hold that with you. So as you spark ideas, hopefully from this episode, or as you carry it with you through the next week, the next month, I want you to remember that when the voice of doubt creeps in, you are more powerful than you might feel. And you have more resource in you, whether that's potential, energy, time, creativity, then you might feel as well. And the last one builds on that sense of overwhelm when we're starting towards an idea. And it's that it is okay to feel overwhelmed. It is normal and actually a good thing, I know, to feel the overwhelm. And I'll tell you why. When we are starting towards an idea, right, that voice of how the heck am I going to do this? Or where the bloody hell am I going to begin? That voice is often read as fear. And when we don't know the answers to those questions, it reinforces our own story that we tell ourselves that we don't know what to do, right? That we aren't destined to turn this idea into action or reality. And actually, what I would love again for you to carry with you is that that overwhelm is a good thing. That overwhelm is a sign, a little bit like when we feel resistance towards something, that that is the direction you want to be pointing yourself in. And now you might be thinking, this doesn't make sense, Jess. And I know, but let's imagine an alternative, right? Let's imagine that you have an idea and it feels so easy and it feels so possible and you've done it a gazillion times before that you don't even have to try or stretch yourself to make it happen. Is that actually the idea that you want to work on? Or 
do you feel more inspired and excited at the thought of pursuing an idea that calls out of you that level of power and resourcefulness that we were just talking about, that kind of idea that requires you to stretch yourself and discover new levels of what you can create. And I sense, given that you're listening to this podcast and hearing these words, that you, like me, are someone that would go for the latter, right? We don't want the easy ideas. We don't want to just get by and feel like we're scraping the surface of our potential. We want ideas that stretch us and that in the pursuit of them, change us into the shape of person that we actually want to be, that cause us to evolve and grow. And so those are three things. Have I already got like 10 minutes of this episode? Three things I want you to carry with you through this, but also that I just wanted you to know, I guess. So now let's move to the core of the exercise in this episode. And as I mentioned, I'm going to imagine this like we're having a coaching conversation. And so if we were together on a call right now or in person right now, wouldn't that be the dream? Then um, this is what we would go through. This is what I would guide you through. And at first I would invite you to become your own detective. Yep. And what we would look for, right? Because when we are trying to uncover answers to our questions, we want to get a little bit Sherlock Holmesy here. And so the first thing I would invite you to do is to grab a piece of paper and put yourself in that centre of the paper. So maybe that's your initials, maybe that's your name. So for me, I might put Jess. Circle it up and then get ready to capture the possibilities on that page. And the way and approach, the lens I invite you to wear as you capture these possibilities is that of being your own detective. So asking yourself questions, being curious, being prepared and ready to dig deeper than what might come up at first, right? The sort of surface level responses that we might have. We want to really look almost like, and I described this to a friend the other day actually, almost like, you know, when you see in detective shows or films, they have that wall of newspaper clippings. That's what we want to create. We want to gather our own newspaper clippings from our sense of what we want moving forward. And I'm about to ask you some questions, as I would do if we were together, to help you uncover those possibilities. But for now, I want you to kind of see this from that lens, that this isn't about finding your perfect answer to one single question. This is an exercise of gathering all of the possibilities, all of the ideas we have, no matter how big or small, so that ultimately what we can do is step back, look at our wall of newspaper clippings, or in this case, that would be your piece of paper, and look for the patterns. Look for the suspects that we want to investigate a little bit more. Look for the ideas that we want to test out or the conversations we want to have to validate our theories. And so in this sense of gathering possibilities, I invite you to ask yourself questions like this. As you look back on your experience, right, as you stand where you are now and reflect on your life experience, your career experience so far, what are the patterns that you notice? What are the themes that are the thread through the dots of your experience? And what do you, again, even in this actually, I invite you to think more broadly than roles and titles. So what threads stand out for you in terms of who you are and even the parts of yourself that you might have silenced or turned down the volume on to be able to draw those back out to the forefront? And to give you an example here, this might be that, again, if we were 
in a live session right now, right, if we were in a coaching conversation and I asked you those questions, you might say to me things like, oh, Jess, like I've always had this real urge to be my own boss and to be entrepreneurial. I've just had this fire to have an idea and start a business and do my own thing. But I've just never had that idea. Or you might say to me, oh, Jess, like I absolutely love developing people. I love helping them grow. I love seeing them blossom and become confident in their own abilities and step into their true potential. Or you might say to me, oh Jess, like I've had this idea, this one thing that I've wanted to do for the last however many years or months, and I just haven't done it. I just haven't started it yet. It's those kind of threads, right? It doesn't have to be, oh, I've actually been in like tech this whole time or product this whole time or, you know, in, in people operations this whole time or marketing. It's bigger than that. It's what are the threads of your being and of what bring you alive almost to the extent where what comes as second nature to you and a way to dig into this a little bit more. I also am so aware that I'm going quite fast here, by the way, because in a normal session, I would obviously have you with me where you can reply. So as you hear these questions, I'd invite you to pause it and even actually listen to this episode once. Let the kind of thought marinate and sink in and then come back to the questions when you feel ready but the core here is ultimately with your piece of paper with you in the center to spend as long as you can whether that's a day a week as you go through the time that we're in at the moment just capturing and pinning out your newspaper clippings right which would be the equivalent of just writing out on your piece of paper the elements that come to you that feel curious, that spark your curiosity, that you would want to explore a little bit further. So from those examples, it could be that we've just gone through, it could be that you say, oh, entrepreneurial, always wanted to be my own boss. You might put down, oh, I love helping people grow, or I come alive when I'm leading a team, or giving presentations, Oh, questionable. I feel like there are some people in life that absolutely love that, but let's be real, I feel like it's something we all have to do, but don't always love just because of the nerves, you know? So, you know, as you're capturing these elements about yourself, and I'll, actually I'll share with you, because I did this, what mine were in the hope that this might bring it to life a little bit more. So as I mentioned last week, when I quit my job in 2017 and I had this blank canvas, like quite literally nothing lined up and I was torn between, do I go traveling for a bit? Do I, you know, find another product role? Like, what do I do? But in between those, that kind of fork in the road of traveling or finding, you know, jumping into another role, which in honesty, that latter one was probably more led by fear and those external expectations that we spoke of. In between those two, in the center of my being almost actually, getting quite spiritual here, aren't we? Was more this sense that I had to uncover this inkling that I felt, this set of almost like little question marks I had that I had all the questions, but no answers yet. And so what I did was look back on my experience and I could see that there were chapters of my life and, you know, dots that connected my experience looking back, that as I reflected on them and brought them together, made complete sense for what I do now. So one example of this is my entrepreneurial mindset, my sort of fire in the belly, if you will. And that's felt so natural to me. I had the idea for my first business when I was 15 and I, you know, started it back then and then it didn't quite work out. So I started it again, what I say for realsies at 19 and it did work for about two and a half years. So that to me was so natural, but I'd forgotten that part of myself because 
I'd almost had to park that entrepreneurial Jess in the roles that I was in because, you know, you can't just do what you want when you're a member of a team or have somebody above you, right? There are certain limitations. Even if we like to think there's not, you can't be completely as free as if you're doing your own thing. So there was that element. There was the entrepreneurial newspaper clipping that I could put up on my piece of paper or my metaphorical detective's wall. Then there was this product part of me. So even within the entrepreneurial side, if we went a little bit deeper, it's that I absolutely loved turning ideas into reality. And that was a thread. So that for me had been a thread with the first business I started, with how I then you know, did it again for the, like the second time round. That's then what I did when I got my first job, which was at Mind Candy. And then that then extended into my next chapter in San Francisco with a company called Big Health. And it was all about, again, how can we build products that help people? And how can we turn ideas, whether that's the idea for the overall thing or ideas for a tweak or a feature or something that could make this better, it was this constant cycle of practicing, having an idea and then iterating on it until it became reality and then became successful. And so as I was in this place, I happened to be in Mexico at the time, trying to figure out what was next for me. There was the entrepreneurial part, there was the product part. And then also I'd had this crazy life experience of this massive wake up call because in 2016, so a year before this, which is what really ignited this change for me, I was diagnosed with a life-threatening and ultra-rare blood disease. And so all of a sudden, this fire that I discovered in myself to return to who I really was and to pave my own path was ignited a thousandfold, God, like bloody a millionfold, and it almost woke me back up. It felt like parts of myself had been asleep. And actually this fear that I had that I could die, having only scraped the surface of my potential and having let fear run me, more than the risk of regret, that then changed everything. That was the fire that inspired me to take risks, to look at what do I really want to do? How do I wanna harness this as a gift? And what would the world be like? Or what impact could I have if I could share this fire? If I could help people wake up to their true potential and help them spark and start the ideas that they feel called to create, what would that be like? And so that's kind of an example. I've taken us off piece there, but I hope it's okay to share that story in the hope that that's helped you spark ideas for what would make sense to have on your newspaper clippings. Because I think often we forget the things that are second nature to us. And for me, being entrepreneurial and starting ideas and then that being the thread through my career and then being the thing that I feel the most alive doing makes complete sense. And that's why you might have noticed the change in name to the Ideas Coach. And it's even taken me since starting what I now do, which I did in 2017, it's taken me from then until now to feel and notice that specific area that I want to help people with. And so that's what I mean when we don't have to rush. I have gone a little bit off piste here and I'm gonna try and not have this episode be too long, but maybe this is a multiple parter actually, because the first part, that I would want you to take with you is this curiosity, is this sense of being your own detective to uncover and capture the possibilities that feel exciting to you. What are you doing when you feel the most alive? What do people come to you for help with? What's that thing that feels second nature to you that others don't find so easy? What's the elements of your role or what you do at the moment, not the title or the responsibilities, but what are the elements that when you are doing them 
And when you know you've got them coming up in your day, you feel the most alive and excited. That's where I'd invite you to start. And if I actually anchor back to my intention in this episode, which was for it to feel like we're in a coaching conversation together, that is where we would pause. That's where I'd invite you to take the next week or however long you need to capture those possibilities. And now it's dawning on me that this is possible because we're here every week. Every Monday there'll be an episode. And actually that's where I'd love for us to pause now and where I invite you to begin to take these questions or this sense of curiosity and being your own detective and capture your possibilities, your threads and themes of experience, the elements that make you feel most alive and the things you want more of, right? Whether that's more impact, more adventure, more freedom. Be curious this week and capture those possibilities on that piece of paper. And as an absolute bonus, if you would love to share it with me, I would be over the moon to see what you capture. You can send it to me on WhatsApp if you're part of the WhatsApp group that we've got going on for the personal discovery guide. I would love to see it and know that you've listened to this episode. That would be fun. But also you can send it to me on Instagram. Take a screenshot and share it in your stories and tag me. And then I will ask you questions to help you dig a little bit deeper. But we'll also come back next episode thinking of it like we would do our next session and help you turn those possibilities into the patterns and then ideas that you want to start with so until next time i'll see you on instagram where i'm at jess ratcliffe keep well and speak soon Mm -hmm.